We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Haas, along with Bobby Abair and Mike Dettelier, who are at the Silver Slipper. And we are joined now by Saints head coach Dennis Allen, victorious over the Falcons twice this year, but by a grand total of four points. It is uh, it is tough out there, Coach, as we all know, and this season and this Week 15 weekend was the most unbelievable football I've ever seen, but we'll take a deeper dive into the game over the Falcons, but there's really only one thing that matters, and that's that W, and you, you, you need to do it every week, but you, you got the first one. Yeah, no question. Um, you know, we needed to win the game, and we did what we had to do to win the game. There's certainly some things that we need to get cleaned up. Uh, but yet, um, you know, I felt like we – look, we got off to a really good start, got up 14 to nothing, um, and, and I felt like, man, we had the chance to really kind of put the game – I don't want to say out of reach, but yet really take control of the game. We got the ball down there in the red zone, and we put the ball on the ground. So those are things that can't happen, and, and – uh, um, you know, certainly we're aware of that, but ultimately we made enough plays to win the game. Uh, you know, Coach Allen, you're talking about uh, taking a lead. We're up 14 to zero. Uh, obviously, you can't uh, lay the ball on the ground uh, when you look at David Johnson in that scenario. Uh, you know, you got to take it away. You don't need to give it away. Uh, but I even look at a scenario, and uh, I, I think he's played outstanding. Uh, but an opportunity, if not, uh, you know, three picks for sure, too, Alante Taylor. Great passes defended. I'm looking at that in my notes. But how about instead of pass defended, how about we get a pick? I mean, I look, uh, he could have had about a 90-plus yard pick six instead Listen, of it being 14-3, 21-0. No, I mean, like, <laughs> we had some opportunities, yeah. you know, and, and that's, look, that's one of the things that I've, I've really tried to, you know, preach to the players is, is – you know we have to we have to take advantage of the opportunities that we have, and yet look, it's it's great to get the, pre- the pass break up, and I think Alante Taylor's been playing outstanding, to be honest with you. And so, right. uh, but but those are game changing type of plays, um, and so we have to be able to to come up with those and and, and finish those things off. And when we do those things, uh, we're gonna we're gonna realize a lot more success than what we've realized. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, when I look at this, and obviously um, uh, when I look at history, and I, and I think you're not as old as me, but you're old enough, uh, that when I look at Taysom Hill, including the playoffs, Taysom Hill has now had 10 passing touchdowns, 21 rushing touchdowns, 11 receiving touchdowns. The last player to reach double digits in all three uh, was Frank Gifford. I mean, now everybody knows who freaking Frank Gifford is. I know he played with the Giants and all that. So that, that was that's a while a, ago. Yeah, but but the thing about that, that is Frank Gifford and now Taysom Hill. I think that's pretty good company to be in. I think it's awesome, and I think that just speaks to the type of talent that, that Taysom is. I mean, he has the ability to do a ton of different things for us. And so, um, you know, that's, a, that's, that's kind of a unique weapon to be able to have at your disposal. 
Coach, talk about the defense's, uh, you know, uh, challenge of stopping the run. Tyler Algier, 139 yards, 8.2 average, and overall 231 yards. And you kind of say that knowing that it's always one of those things each week you want to run the ball and you want to stop the run. Uh, Difficult against Atlanta yesterday. Yeah, and and look, I would say this, and and certainly we want to be better, and we need to be better. Um, You know, with the rookie quarterback, um, they ran in a, in a couple of unique situations and, and had a couple of plays that, um, you know, probably, uh, you know, me in hindsight uh, would have liked to have been in a little bit different call, just knowing that they had a rookie quarterback instead of being such a pass call, be a little bit more in a run call. Um, and then, and then really they had the one long run on the, on the third and one. Um, and so, you know, they had probably close to 100 yards rushing, uh, you know, when we were in more of a three-down uh, passing game uh, type of call. And so, look, I put a lot of that on me. Um, but yet, you know, the ultimate goal is to win the game. And, and, and they had 320 total yards and only threw the ball for 97 yards. And we gave up uh, 18 points. And I think – Really, over about the last four or five weeks, I think we've given up on average somewhere around 16, 17 points a game. And so um, I think that's winning defense. And so although I want the run game statistics to be better, and they need to be better, um, the ultimate thing is to, to win the game, and, and we were able to do that. Now, uh, Coach Allen, uh, now I'm going to get a little bit off on the Atlanta game. Uh, but when you look how Cleveland is structured, I know they got Deshaun Watson and all that. When you look at Nick Chubb, it seems like they're coming off the bus running. You know, when you empty the stadium and you go get dressed, and then, I don't know, the wind could be blowing 20-plus miles an hour, 15 degrees and all that. Don't you think that uh, you might say, well, it's Deshaun Watson. But I take, I take the approach that if we're going to beat Cleveland, we can't let Nick Chubb and their running attack go all over us. And if Deshaun Watson makes the plays, he makes the plays. But, but I know one thing, the way Cleveland is structured, that it seems like you cannot let uh, Nick Chubb get off. Yeah, there's no question. I think Nick Chubb, uh, along with their offensive line, is kind of the, the, uh, the straw that stirs the drink for them. Um, you know, I think Nick Chubb's an outstanding player. I think their offensive line is playing at a really high level. I know they've, they're coached well. Um, you know, obviously um, – you know Kevin Stefanski and 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 uh, Bill Callahan coaching the offensive line. I think they're um, you know one of the more difficult offenses to defend just from a run game standpoint. So uh, yeah, they're going to come off the bus, you know, trying to run the football and and getting Chubb uh, going. And and certainly I think the weather will have a little bit of factor into um, you know exactly how the game plays out. Coach, talk about Andy Dalton a little bit. Uh, 11 of 17, 151 yards, two touchdowns. But in his last four games now, no picks. That's 99 uh, consecutive passes, just uh, efficient yesterday. Yeah, I think that's. I think that would be the word that I would use to describe Andy. Is I think he's been, you know, efficient throwing the football. Um, and he's protected the ball. Um He's gotten the ball out and, and, and gotten the ball to the right people at the right times. And, um, you know, I know we had a couple of sacks yesterday, but yet, um, you know, the sack numbers have been down. And, and so I think he's operating the offense very efficiently. 
We will have more with Saints head coach Dennis Allen as we talk about the Atlanta victory. Look ahead to Cleveland as well. Stick with us here on the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Hoss along with Saints head coach Dennis Allen. And coach, it was uh, tight till the end, as, as we know. Fourth and five from the 50, and Ritter hits Drake London and then Justin Evans just pops him. And Bradley Roby, who had a fumble recovery in the Week 1 Atlanta game, is right there. What they ruled was an actual catch and fumble. But that's what you've been talking about really this season, about your defenses. Make that play. Who, who can make the play when you need it most? Yeah, look, and it was a, it was a great play by uh, Justin Evans. And, and Roby was there to, to, to have the recovery and, and – uh, you know that, that those are the type of plays that that we need to be able to win these games, and so uh, it was good to see that happen in in uh, in the game at that time, which you know really you know gave us a chance to kind of seal the victory. You know, uh, you know, Coach Allen. When I look at uh, who's contributing, and obviously, uh, you know, you look at it, it's a long season, uh, but I want you to comment on these players. Uh, I thought Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, uh, might have been one of his best games. Uh, he had a sack. He had like six total tackles, a couple of pass defenders. He probably thought he probably should have had a pick in that. And then when uh, one penalty they called on him, I go, how can you call that a penalty? That, that looks like great coverage, what he did. And then also Caden uh, Ellis and Catavia uh, Street. I'm looking at Caden Ellis right now. Uh, this would be a trivia question for the Houdat Nation. Who's behind Demario Davis and sacks and tied with Cam Jordan? Kane Nellis, five and a half sacks. And then Kadavia Street gets uh, one and a half. He has three for the season. So I thought you look at uh, tackles for a loss, uh, quarterback hurries, hits, sacks, and all that tackles that Kane Nellis uh, and Kadavia uh, Street, they really contributed at a high level along with Tyron Matthew. Yeah, I think those three players that you mentioned have, have uh, you know, played well in, in differing roles. You know, uh, you know, Tyron's been, you know, the starter all season for us, and he's been a steady, a steady player. I know, you know, look, we all wish that, that we had a lot more of those, um, you know, spectacular plays and the takeaways and all those things. Uh, but yet he's the guy that, you know, Every time, you know, he, he's he's always doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing on every single play, and so he's a reliable player for us. Uh, Caden's a guy that that you know kind of came in as as more or less a backup, and when he got his opportunity to go in and start, uh, he performed exceptionally well, and 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 he did so again this week against uh, against Atlanta, and and Contavious has been one of those role players for us that kind of rotates in and out at the defensive tackle and. I think the last couple of games he's really stepped up in terms of his pass rush. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, looking at um, obviously, uh, you know, every team you can look at, uh, you got your draft picks. But uh, what more can you say when you got a free agent who steps up big time like Rashid Shaheed and Jawan Johnson? 
I mean, uh, I'm looking at here's Johnson, uh, seven touchdowns uh, receiving. That's first on the team. And uh, I, I want to say he's only uh, behind Kelsey in the whole National Football League as far as uh, touchdown receptions. And then you, you just look at Shahid and how explosive he's been. I mean, I, I told the fans this. We're doing the postgame show. I mean, you know, they want us to comment on all the players on the roster. I don't know. We couldn't talk about him and OTAs mini camp and training camp because I've seen him a couple of times at the trainers, but all of a sudden he's passing up everybody uh, considering when the season's starting and when he's available and taking advantage of that opportunity. When you consider the first two times he touched the ball, he was so explosive. So I'm sure Coach Carmichael's thinking like, damn, we got to get this cat's hands on the football. Yeah, and look, that was the, the, the interesting thing with, with Rashid is that, you know, we really didn't get an opportunity to see much of him in training camp because he was coming off the ACL injury. And so um, we knew what we had in terms of the potential as a returner. That was really, in essence, why we, we, we signed him as a free agent. What we didn't realize and, and soon did is, is what he can do as a receiver. And so as he's gotten more comfortable with what we're doing offensively, we've gotten more comfortable with him. You know, we've been able to utilize him a lot more, and he's he's been a really explosive player for us. And and look, I think I think it, it's a testament, you know, not only to those players, um, you know, Juwan, uh, Rashid, you know, those guys, and 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 their ability to come in and work and develop and t- continue to get better. You know, I think it's a testament to. Um, you know, our, our, our personnel staff and how they're able to go out and find these guys um, in free agency that, you know, maybe not a lot of other guys saw much in them um, and their ability to find them and then uh, our ability to bring them in and develop them. And I think that's what you have to be able to do in, in this league is find guys, whether it be through the draft or free agency, um, that have a skill set and you have to bring them in and you have to develop them, and, and, and you see those two players developing nicely. So, Coach, it was a weird start yesterday, as you well know. There was an accidental collision uh, with defensive coordinator Dean Pease with Atlanta. I know you were over there. I saw the Saints doctors over there. He ended up going to the hospital. I mean, it was, I've heard and read today that he's, he's okay and, and, and actually came back, I think, to the stadium uh, during the game yesterday. But just take us through that. It was, it was very – just a, 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 a unique, weird situation there. Yeah, it was really kind of a scary situation. I had kind of just gotten out onto the field um, at that point in time, and, and I saw what happened. Um, you know, the specialists are warming up and punting, and, and uh, um, you know, there was a punt coming on the sideline or close to the sideline anyway, and, and Dean kind of had his back to it, and, you know, one of our returners – you know, is trying to field the punt, and he backs into to Dean, and he goes down. And I think really the, I think the the contact with the ground, I think, is what what caused what what I'm assume, can only assume was a concussion. Uh, but it was a, it was a scary moment there, and and uh, you know, look, uh, certainly, you know, we 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 want to compete, and uh, and we want to. We want to beat the Falcons in every which way we can, but 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 certainly you don't want to see um, a guy like Dean Pease go down in a situation like that. But uh, word is that 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 he's 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 going to be fine. And and I had gotten word at some point 
uh, in the third or fourth quarter that that he had gotten released from the hospital and was heading back to the stadium and and uh, you know talking to you know Arthur out after the game. It sounded like Dean was going to be fine. We got to step aside, take a break. More with Saints head coach Dennis Allen. You are listening to the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Hoss along with Bobby Hebert at the Silver Slipper and head coach Dennis Allen. And Christmas Eve in Cleveland on Saturday, so we can check that off the bucket list. And a high of they're talking about 15 degrees, but really, and I'm, I'm going to end this with a question, it's supposed to be like 25-mile-an-hour winds and some precipitation. So I'm wondering from a coaching standpoint, because it's cold for both teams, but the wind and the field condition as to you know what cleats to bring, natural grass, that kind of stuff, I would imagine is the, the, are the, the wind conditions and the field conditions more uh, challenging. Yeah, and look, I think, um, you know, obviously both teams have to deal with the elements, uh, you know, the same way. Um, I do think that, um, you know, wind is probably the biggest, you know, factor, I I believe, that can really, a weather factor that can really, uh, you know, affect the game. I I don't think it's nearly as much about the cold uh, as it is about, you know, just the wind and how much the wind affects the ball when the ball's in the air. And so, uh, that's certainly something that we're going to pay attention to, you know, as we go throughout the week and we get our game plan set and, and uh, you know, we have to have a plan for if it is a, a really windy day. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, is this something, I don't know, and uh, I think they know this, uh, it's not their first rodeo, Doug Marone and Zach Streif, that you challenged offensive line. This is a game, hell yeah, I know we want to win week in and out, week in, out, week in and week out in the trenches, but we got to win this week. And I thought it was interesting, you know, McCoy comes back, and then you look at Cesar Ruiz and all that, and, you know, McCoy says, I thought I was pretty good in the run game, uh, though there were a few things to clean up in the pass protection. And he said uh, they ran a pretty good twist a stunt on us, and, uh, they, you know, we're down in our own 10, and, and got a sack off and beat uh, McCoy and Cesar Ruiz, uh, he goes on to say, that's something that we got to get corrected. To me, we got second in inches. Come on, we cannot all of a sudden get the ball to Kamara and we lose three yards. At the point of attack, that's something that I'm going to go a little old school right here. Right? We had Jari Evans, Carl Nixon, all that. At the point of an attack, okay, I'm not saying, but you can't be negative. we got to go at least forward. So I think more than any other game right now, where we're at, that uh, Coach Allen, I know you're going to do this uh, with Doug Marone and, 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 um, and Zach. Challenged offensive line, this is your game. You got to freaking win. You got to win up front and give us an advantage. I'm not saying you got to be dominant, but you can't get whooped. You got to hang in there because uh, the, in the inclement weather we might be dealing with we got to be able to win in the trenches because that's how the, the Browns are going to want to win. Yeah, uh, Bobby, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that we need to be dominant in that area. Um, and, and and I think that, 
you know, for us to have success in this game, I think our offensive line is going to have to play well. Um, and and so, yeah, I think they're. I, I think you do put the pressure on those guys to step up and 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 accept the challenge and and play well in this game. And and so I think, you know, really on both sides of the line of scrimmage, you know, in, in a game that you know potentially could be affected uh, by the weather and and the wind. Uh, I think it's going to be incumbent on both fronts uh, to be able to win the line of scrimmage. And I think the team that wins the line of scrimmage is going to going to be the team that's going to have the best opportunity to win the game. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, when you look at, um, like, Andy Dalton and uh, where he's at, uh, to me, the consistency uh, that, that he's brought to the table. I mean, uh, you can elaborate on this, but, I mean, I'm just looking at, uh, you know, you look, there's 32 starting quarterbacks, and you look at, uh, you, you know, one snap away from being a starter. But when I look at uh, yards per attempt, you know, passer rating, it uh, depends how you view that. Uh, but, I mean, Andy Dalton's been right around 100, completion percentage and all that, in all these categories. Uh, and then uh, you're protecting the football. I think uh, now – this is just my opinion. I think the play of Andy Dalton and what we've done, if our defense had lived up to expectations where we thought we'd be always the top 10 defense, now uh, you, you might say, or oh, woulda, coulda, shoulda, whatever, and all that, but I think we could be an 8-6 and six team with the play of Andy Dalton, the quarterback position. And I'm not taking up Andy Dalton. I'm just saying how he's played, and it's a team sport, we could be uh, eight and six instead of uh, you know four and nine type team. Yeah, look, I, I don't disagree with you. I think Andy's I think Andy's played well, and I think um, you know we've we've got to do some other things around him. Um, you know, offensively, um, you know, look, I, I think we've had some opportunities to make some plays down the field that we haven't come up with. Uh, you know, we we we've. Uh, you know, we haven't always protected the ball, you know, as well as we need to in terms of fumbling the football. Um, and, and certainly, uh, you know, the one area that I think we could help him is, is, is creating some field position, um, you know, defensively or, or in the kicking game, creating some field position to give ourselves, a, you know, some more short fields. So, uh, you know, I think when you look at, everything from a statistical standpoint with, with Andy and just, you know, how he's operated. I think he's operated at an acceptable level for sure. And, Coach, uh, finally, because you get the Saints were involved, talk about Deshaun Watson, what you have seen in him in, in, in the past, and this will be his fourth game back and what you've seen of him. Yeah, look, I, I see I see a, a similar player that, that – uh, uh, that we saw when he was in when he was in Houston, you know, I think um, he's got a really good arm. He's very athletic. Uh, he can throw the ball, make every throw on the field, um, and he's he's really dangerous uh, when he's creating with his feet. So um, I think he's an explosive player that that causes a lot of problems for a defense. Well, it'll be Saturday, Christmas Eve. Cleveland defeated Baltimore to get to 6-8. and eight. Best of luck, Coach, and uh, we appreciate your time as always. Okay, thanks, guys. Thanks, Coach Allen.
Let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves here on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. And when we come back, we're going to be joined by Saints defensive back assistant coach Corey Robinson in his third year. We'll talk about the play of Alante Taylor and other aspects of that defense when we come back here on the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. <laughs> 